Welcome to the FreestepDodge.com Dead or Alive podcast. This is your host, Grapefruit Man. Back today with me is site owner, uh, Mr. Wah, and a uh, special guest, Ransu. How's everyone doing? Pretty good. Doing okay. So, um, last weekend was DID7, and prior uh, a few weeks prior to that, uh, Dead or Alive Dimensions came out. What else we got? <laughs> <laughs> so unprepared, man. <laughs> yeah, I need a timeline or something. Well, I mean, uh, I guess we can start with, uh, you know, probably getting Rancy's uh, take on what his uh, experience was. Because I know he was playing heavily online with uh, Dead or Alive Dimensions for a while. At least playing uh, our Philadelphia resident, uh, Robert Hubs, um, a few times with his Genra. <laughs> so, uh, you know, Ancy, why, why don't you just uh, share with the crowd what you think about Dead or Alive Dimensions, uh, what it did right, what it did wrong, um, what you enjoy about it? Um, they got a few things right. Uh, the defensive holds, I like to change that. I mean, you can definitely notice the difference. It's not like in four when people are low counter and you can whiff and they could, you know, they can retaliate faster. Uh, I do notice when they hold, if I wait just long enough, I can launch them. Uh, and I won't get caught. Um, job so you stuns. go from sorry, sorry. Just, so, you, so you go from when you do a low hold, you just go straight into a launcher. Yeah, it's it's, yeah. it's not like you know in DOE four they would they would low hold and you jab and they would be able to attack before you. But in this one, if you jab, you still have enough time to kind of counterattack the, the low hold. And it sounds a lot like DOA three, where uh, and I know I, I whenever I play it. I get the uh, three-point hold system, and I most people look at it like, okay, mid attack, high attack, low attack. And I personally have always looked at it like, you know, uh, stun extension, um, launcher, or uh, you know, low attack or duck the throw. Right. Um, you know, and so it, it came down to DOA three, where it was just like, hey, listen, if you know I'm going to launch you, you're going to hold mid. Like, because there's no stunning extension much in that game. So, you know, it's like if you want a low hold or high hold, I'm launching your ass. So that, that's, that's how I played DOA 3. And so, is, I mean, is that, is that similar to what, it's just interesting to seeing what you say about DOA dimensions just reminding me of how I played DOA 3, which is basically like if they low hold, I don't go for the throw. I just go for the launcher. Um, they did make some changes in that aspect. It's still kind of the DOA 4 stun game. The three point hold, I don't really care for it, but the, the launch heights are higher on high counter hits and dimensions than they were in four. It's not as it's not as bad as it was in four, but it's still there a little bit. It definitely felt like they uh, allowed you to launch higher much earlier in the stun threshold than it, than DOA four required. Is that does that seem about right? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Like I said, it's not as bad as four, I and mean, it's it, it's still there, but it's better. I think uh, I noticed that too, but um, I I still don't like the stun game, the stun mix up game. Yeah, we talked oh. a little bit about that with Shimbori son. <laughs> yeah, we'll get more, we'll get more into that on uh, later in the podcast. Um, but general impressions, uh, we've all played uh, Dimensions. Uh, Lots of unlockables. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I don't really have to work to unlock stuff. I just put the 3DS in my pocket. 
you know. I I, like, I, I don't care to play this game enough to actually unlock stuff, so this works out. I got bored and I just made circular motions with my D, my 3ds as if I was walking while I was watching TV, and oh, so I get all like play counters. You did the yeah, little cheat. Like five minutes, I get like a you know uh, a, a new costume unlocked or whatever. Any way to cheat the system, man. <laughs> like, I'm not in Japan. I don't. I don't walk everywhere. I, you know, it's like I'm at home. It's either I drive everywhere. I, yeah, honestly, it, it doesn't take a lot of steps to unlock stuff. No, it doesn't. Um, walk, walking the dog yesterday, I I did two thousand steps, and that's actually double the amount of coins you can get to unlock stuff per day. Anyway, um, besides I mean, so general general takes. What was your what was your take on the uh, what was everyone's take on the um, the story mode? I don't really care for it. Don't Whatever. care for the story, or just don't care for the way they they did it. Uh, either the way games have always had a convoluted story, it don't but, really make sense. That's Team Ninja's bread and butter, I guess. Convoluted stories that don't make sense, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who cares about the story? Just play the game. Yeah, I, I've never played DOA for the story. So I know that I actually enjoyed the the fact you had those little uh, intro wind poses, or the uh, sorry, the uh, the intro cutscenes, like the versus splash screens. Of the yeah, character. that was cool. I it started making me when I went when I went to a versus fight like online, and I got the black like screen with now loading. It was so sort of like why why can't I have that that beautiful like you know versus screen? With the artwork, yeah, that was cool. I forgot about that. <laughs> why is it? Why is it only in the chronicle mode when it doesn't matter what the chronicle? <laughs> the, uh, I think uh, uh, one thing I was upset with the story was that um, I know a lot of the fans had you know theories of how the story was playing out, and I, I know a few guys. I, I was just upset to see that like Hayabusa did everything. Yeah. Uh... Like, no, no, Kasumi kills Rado. Okay, we'll accept that. That's, that's badass of her. And then, like, you watch, they like, play through, it's like, oh, yeah, she got Rido. But then when Rido got pissed, she needed uh, Hayabusa's help. <laughs> and then it's like, you know, then the battle with Genra was supposed to be like, oh, you know, Ayane defeated Genra. But then they're like, oh, no, see, what really happened was that she couldn't take him on herself, so she had to help with Hayate. And uh, and then you know they both couldn't take him down, so Hayabusa had to throw a ninja star into his head. <laughs> Spoiler alert! <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> yeah, it just it just pissed me off. It's like you know you have these other characters that are doing stuff, and and that leads into the other stuff where like the story mode only talked about the ninja side. Like, yeah, they treated all the other characters like throwaway characters. Like but, I know that I know that a few guys had had the theory that. You had the storyline. You had the ninja side. Like the ninjas were just doing stuff behind the scenes of the tournament, you know, with the exception of the first, the first DOA tournament. Um, you know, it was just like sort of behind the scenes. And then you had sort of like the tournament was ongoing by other characters. So like, you know, people figured that you know Genfu won the tournament of DOA three, even though Ayane defeated Genra. That's what people were thinking, or at least some theories were, and it just it seemed nicer that way instead of like, hey, you know, we're gonna have Hayabusa win everything. The only good thing that come out of that Chronicle mode is that they hinted towards another game. Some yeah, 
who's the character that grabs some mask or something at the end? I, like I don't a, even know. Donovan. Like Donovan. Yeah, Donovan. Donovan. Okay. Yeah. It, lo- it looked like a. Cl- I you know. I'm going to go out on record and just say I assume it's going to be like a clone of Donovan. Like if they're able to clone Kasumi, I'd expect Donovan to like clone himself just to be like in case I die. I didn't realize that the Hayate we play as now isn't the original Hayate. The original Hayate died, and I, the clone, ended up taking his place. That's one thing I learned from the story. Yeah, you know, I never realized that. Consider my mind blown. Yeah. So that's what happened. Alice just you assumed can, he was kidnapped. See, that's what I had thought up until playing through uh, Chronicle Mode. There's, there's a part in... I, I'm sorry, because honestly, when I played through Chronicle Mode, I, I pretty much skipped almost every cutscene. I just mm-hmm. said, just get me through this and unlock all the characters. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty much what I did. And I went back later to like watch it, like play through it again, just to like watch the cutscenes after I had played some time with the game. But... um. You know, I never finished past the DOA three on the second playthrough. So, hey, what do you guys think of the um the um, English voice acting? Terrible. There's English voice acting. <laughs> you get you know what? I have it on. I'm so I've played DOA four and two and three so much, and they just reused all those uh, same sound effects and voices. That this is it's not as bad as hardcore was. But the English voice acting is bearable, I think. God, I'm sorry. I, whenever I just think of Except for Helena. I can't stand her. Horrible. But you can tolerate Tina's? Uh, you know what? I can. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Tina's is just, like, stereotypical. Like, yeah, I can country just girl. see the voice actor saying, like, all right, so I'm supposed to be a Western country girl. Okay, so I need to talk like this. <laughs> <laughs> The fakest redneck voice acting I've ever heard. <laughs> it's so stereotypical, man. I, I felt burned by that, and I'm not even. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I felt like I was watching like My Name Is Earl or something. Oh jeez. But yeah, yeah. I mean, like, there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, casual stuff in the, in the uh, in Dead or Alive Dimensions that I think they really did well. Um, certainly, a lot of people will be playing the game to unlock all those picture photo modes, which you know. Mario Kart was kind enough to link us to someone's ability to port those to your PC and share them. Yeah, I'm going to be using one of those as the uh, artwork for this podcast. Oh, that's good. Um, the, um, what else? Yeah, you know, at least we have. Uh, you know, overall, what's the online like? I mean, Rancy, you played it more than me. I just played like hubs, and one other guy I just beat it on to get to an A plus rank, and then <laughs> I would rage, rage quit on people who who would beat me as I was. Uh, under the alias master. So, um, how, how's it from an actual competitive view? It's frustrating. That's really all the only way to put it. It's uh, you can do either regional world. You can search for any or two rounds or three rounds. Um, the most luck I've had is under two rounds because when I search for three rounds, I'll spend an hour looking for a match. But that's just been my case. Some people have had different experiences, but for me, it takes forever to find a match. You get a match, you fight, and then there's no rematch. You have to go back and search for another player. I mean, I wish they did it like uh, when you play a friend, you can rematch them over and over again. I don't know why they didn't do that. You know what? I'm, I've been having the same experience, um, fi- having difficulty finding matches. And you know what that tells me? It tells me that um, the game hasn't sold well because there's people not playing it online. 
or people who have bought it uh, don't have many wireless internet connections. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it's not that it didn't sell well. I just think most people just don't play handhelds online. You know, just they travel with them, and that's really the extent. At least in America. Have you guys uh, managed to come across any other people using a spot pass? Uh, when we came from DID, I had like eight or nine spot passes, yeah, but I, not but not in my actual area. No, I've come across a few, but that's because I just I put my my uh, 3ds in my backpack when I go to class. Oh, oh, okay. the college guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I just go. I wake up. I go to work and come back home. <laughs> There's like one guy at my work who has a 3DS, and I was using his. <laughs> so, yeah, chances of me finding people are very slim to none. Yeah, I didn't find anyone except for a couple hits when I went to UFGT7. That was it. My my friend's uh, 3DS now has Shimboi-san's uh, avatar character on his, uh, his me on, on his account. Oh, and that's so, awesome. Uh, yeah, so he, he, he fought like some ghost in some mini mini me mini game on there and died. And we're like, Oh <laughs> too bad. So he he was he was too tired, so he ran away. That's <laughs> exactly what it said. I was like, That's that's hilarious. That's, that's awesome. Matt, you you played a fair amount. You're probably I don't know. I I don't know much about Ronsu's history, but you're a very technical player, Matt. Um, what do you think about the gameplay changes in Dimensions? Overall, I, I think uh, it's nice that they're taking they took a st- some steps forward in terms of improving the, the engine as it was in DOA four. Such as, um, you know, we already discussed the launch heights. Um, that's basically it. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> no, they, they they brought back you know overall like I really do enjoy the concept of the force tech game i'm just upset that it's another thing that sort of tacks on to the striker characters and makes it more of a an attack heavy game instead of a you know uh for the grapplers type characters you know you have nothing to fear with them is it me or do guard breaks uh actually seem advantageous here uh, they're the same exact way as they were in DOA four. They made them a critical, so they can hold immediately. So they hold immediately. In fact, they, in fact, I ran against a uh, a player online who was using a Helena, and and he kept doing this guard break into a uh, the same mid kick launcher. And I'm like, this guy doesn't know that you can hold out guard breaks. He probably sat in in training mode, said, "Hey, this is guard break, and I get a guaranteed up forward kick." No, sorry. So I just <laughs> held it every time after that. You know, you can't talk to the guys. I can't be like, you know, are, are you just? Do you just not know? I can't tell you how to, what's going on because there's no way to talk to you on the online mode. But it's just like, what's the, what's the point of a guard break? Yeah. You know. Uh, so I mean, overall, like, there's there's some they they took some steps forward, I think, from what uh, they needed to do with DOA four. But they um, took some steps back too. Um, what did they do worse in dimensions? I'm trying to think. In my opinion, three point hold. Yeah, the three point um, hold is horrible. Hey, they they brought some frame advantage back. Some characters have uh, frame advantage, I believe. Um, to an extent, not not like three point one's frame advantage, but yeah. Yeah, it's not really useful because even if you have frame advantage, I I. I 
no, I, I don't know. I hate the zero frame hold. So, so much. Oh, um. Technically, it's a one frame hold, remember? Whatever. <laughs> it comes out the fastest. Add one frame. <laughs> and does ridiculous damage. Um. What was I gonna say? Ah, I, I remembered, and then Matt interrupted me. <laughs> you said you hate the zero frame hold. No, I was trying to remember what steps back they took with dimensions. Well, what's the worst about dimensions? What do you think? I think my problems are more like, you know, it's not that they took a step back, it's that they kept some steps that they took back from DOA 4. Just just the heavy stun throw engine. That, that's pretty much my main problem, is the way that they, they use their stun game. Because the stun game only 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 uh, only aids the striker characters and the ninjas. You know, I mean, so in, in that regard, it's in the same way I have a problem with it with DOA 4. They just made it less annoying by allowing you to launch faster and punish the holds. Um, some people have issues, I guess, with the um, slowdown of knocking down a, off of a slope or a wall. Yeah, that's the, the, that was an annoying change. I don't know why they did that. I think it was probably just to, to, uh, to help the loading process of the next area. Probably. I I don't think so. I think it's more of a a bullet time effect, like the Matrix. You know, slow motion. It's dramatic. You got knocked into a wall, but you know, in four dimensions, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> I never cared for it. Versus three, where if you and two, where if you got knocked into a wall, you you were like in danger. But well, that's yeah, the same way it is in four, where it's not, it doesn't feel dangerous to get knocked into a wall or danger zone. Yeah. So they try to make it dramatic, but it's actually not. It's like, ooh, you're getting knocked into a wall, but... I think one of my issues matter. was also people saying, like, they were looking at the screenshots, like, that looks just as good as the Xbox version. And I'm like, no, no, it doesn't. No. When was the last time you played the Xbox? It's like I'm looking at the, uh, what's it called? It's, it's, it's the uh, DOA3 stage where you start off in, like, the red and yellow building, and then you get knocked out to the rooftop. The castle? Yeah, that that castle thing, and um, and like I'm noticing that like when you're walking around, there's no reflections of your characters on the ground, so they don't have they didn't have the you know I mean like DOA three you know you, you have reflections in the water and on the ground. I think they removed the candles too, so the light doesn't change. Right, uh, I mean I know I, that was definitely really cool what they did where you had the one wall hit to damage the wall, and then the second wall hit to uh. To, to launch you out of the ground, you know, out, out into the rooftops. I thought uh, that was pretty cool. Yeah, the game, I mean, the game doesn't look terrible. It's pretty good for what it's on, but for it's... For portable, yeah. Yeah, definitely not Xbox quality. Yeah, it's, I would say it's more closer to the Dreamcast PS2 era. You know, I'm kind of disappointed with the, the lack of levels. Like... DOA is known for its large multi-tier levels, but most of the levels and dimensions are like one, two levels, if that. And they're really small too. Like the the danger zone level mm-hmm. um, is like four characters long. I swear, <laughs> like you just can't get anywhere away from a wall. They have too many levels where it's just one area. Like what's that's not what DOA is known for. Well, then the big ones they have though is that ship level, but like that's not uh, really big though. Like, it's the biggest yeah, down, one. But. Down area is expansive, but you have all these small little, like, half steps that make you fall. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, so I was mainly just... None of the levels really impressed me, is all I'm trying to say. 
it's it not the waterfall like the waterfall stage in DOA two left you like holy shit this is pretty ridiculous. There were a lot of uh, wow moments in previous DOA games that you don't get from here. I think the rope bridge is better than it was in DOA two and DOA four in terms of just the you know the bottom area. I like I like the the layout of the bottom area, but the top area I, I still fucking hate that rope bridge. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, and they they got rid of the you know the the throw break system. Oh uh, yeah, right. I just totally forgot about that. Standard standards seven frames now. Yeah. Yeah, like Bayman's no longer a grappler. Uh. And he's no longer considered a grappler because his grapple speeds are are, of, are not of the speed of the actual grappler classes like Bass, um, Leon, etc. Um, what what else? I mean like basically uh, they they I mean I, I look at that and say like they're looking at the throw system and saying okay well why is it that we can only break standard grabs and, and people were asking well why can't we break all the other grabs. And they basically just decide says, well, let's just remove the breaking ability, the breakable ability off the standard grab. That's oh, because you can't throw tech at all. That way, it's it's consistently not not available to you. But at least it's consistent. I remembered something. What I was trying to remember. One one step back is uh, the slow escaping. They made it so you can slow escape out of less situations because it was too advanced, allegedly. That was uh, one of the uh, answers in Perfect Legends uh, interviews. What that you, you they made it so you can't slow escape from some stuns. Yeah, because it was too advantageous for for uh, advanced players. Well, with DOE4's slow escape system, I mean, I don't know what how I feel about that. I don't know if it's like a plus or a minus. It's sort of both for me. Well, like I, li- I like the fact that you can you have these ideas where certain moves will give you a stun where you're guaranteed a. Uh, 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 an extension to the stun, but I don't like the fact that um, you know, it's so easy you. to build. So easy to build up the slow escape meter. I find myself playing with uh, Alpha One Fifty Two a lot, and just because she's, she's different, like than everyone else, like you couldn't play her in four, you know. And I, I was sick of four, so I'm like, this is something different at least. And her holds um, just teleport you into the same spot you're at. And so my options when I'm stunned are to uh, hold and get hit again for high counter damage or uh, get launched or, you know, just sit there and take it because I can't slow escape at all, which is annoying. Yeah. It was funny. Kind of, I find it kind of ironic, too, that that happened to her, that teleporting in, into the own attack, next attack anyways. Because when you have Genra coming from DOA three, the guy didn't have defensive holds, so they gave him defensive holds. Yeah, why didn't they give her any? Whatever. It does have me playing her completely different than I would any other character, and that is, I just stun people. You know, punch, punch, throw, <laughs> and that's my Alpha one fifty two game. That's pretty much how you you basically. You know, I mean, I know my DOA four Spartan game is nothing but down forward punch punch and sticky grenade. <laughs> it's down forward punch punch, delay, punch, she- delay, punch, reset down forward punch punch, delay. You know, 
you know, Alpha has a really good um, uh, offensive hole damage. Alpha or one, alpha one, alpha, alpha one fifty two. Um, like Jelly. her eight, uh, her up three plus punch offensive hold where she jumps over. If someone whiffs uh, a, a get up kick, you can get them. It, it's basically guaranteed if they're whiffing a, a get up kick, and uh, that's like the one good thing she's got. Well, that's good. I mean, um, so basically, you know. Uh, there was definitely some things I would still like to see returned or at least lessened in severity of the, like mainly the throw system is just so broken to me. You know, I just would like to see that fixed out. So you had the opportunity to talk to uh, Team Ninja at uh, DID7. Um, DID7, what's that? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Basically, it was about what was it? It was one week ago, right? Yes, it was. Yes. Oh, my God. It feels like it was like three months or something. Yeah. Uh, you know, DOA Master and Dead or Alive Central ran a their annual Dead or Alive in Dallas event. This is the seventh year they've had it. Um, it was run alongside of an anime convention called Akon, um, which caused some confusion among some of the players I know. Me and Ransu and Virtual Pi were both... We're all sort of confused when we showed up on the first day and like, do we need a badge for the anime convention? Which alone was hilarious because the the if if you pre ordered your, your badge, you had to wait in like a six hour long line. <laughs> but like if you didn't pre order your badge and showed up, you had to pay twenty dollars more, but it was like a fifteen minute line. It it was ridiculous. I <laughs> I couldn't well, believe that well, line. <laughs> It was wrapping around the entire ballroom, and then like the, you know, me, me and Virgil Pie made it halfway through the, uh, through through the um the the non pre reg line, and we call Ransu and we're like, yeah, we're we're going to. Manny told us that we may not even have to use this, but like Ransu's like, I've only moved two people in line, so it was definitely interesting. Like, basically, they were going, they had a gamers badge, but then they canceled it. So you basically didn't have to show, you didn't have to pay for the anime convention in order to enter the tournament room. It was in a different hotel entirely, like a, a block away across the street. And oh. there they had uh, Ninja Gaiden three playable from the E three build, like we like we expected from um, do our last time we talked podcast. Yeah, uh, you know, it was, it was, that was a fun game. I. I in, enjoyed the first level. Um, That's getting a lot of flack for being simplified for casuals too, just like DOA. Go figure. I'll be honest. I mean, like it, it did feel a little bit like I was I was button mashing. It's just like XXX. You know, I, I'll try doing some combos here and there, but being the first level and you had like typically the first level you have characters that are just very very easy, not much guarding or what have you. And the hard mode just sort of added the amount of waves that you had to fight. You know, I never really got, da- I never really got endangered um, by my health. So, but to sidetrack that, you know, Team Ninja was obviously uh, showed their support for the community by showing up at Dead or Alive in Dallas um, with gifts and prizes and two 3DSs they were lending for the event, and then that were those were completely stolen. They were stolen. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> uh, but, wow. They were left out on the counter. I mean, what do you expect? Yeah, uh, apparently a DOA master left left them on like some corner of a table in the back of the room. 
where like he wasn't monitoring them, and so they got jacked. Good job, master. And then um, I think like Cyber Evil implied that that's the reason he lost to Osmic was that he was just too stressed out from the loss of the two 3DSs to bother playing Dead or Alive 4. But Osmic beat him. That's all I care about. <laughs> it's like, you know, we've had Bill on here a few times as well, and he's talked about the times where, like, he, he, he doesn't like bringing up the fact that, you know, like there's times where like he smashed his hand, had TV smash his hand at, at, D, at V time two and had to put up with the fight and then deal with all the trash talk saying he lost. But, you know, Osmic beat him in the tournament. Game's on the line. Props to him. Alan Paris, the champion, sent Master to, uh, to losers to fight Osmic. And I believe uh, uh, Alan Paris put up those videos. Uh, uh, friends video capture of the grand finals on our media page video I believe there's only one hmm? um, I believe there's only one video yeah it's just one video it's it's the grand finals of the tournament okay but uh, uh, Virtual Pie and myself had the uh, pleasure of fighting Shimbori uh, uh, in the tournament itself you know and so Virtual Pie sent him to losers and then I knocked him out <laughs> oh, and one what one of the uh one of the consoles was running DOA 4.0. That's odd. Yeah, like and there was people who played legitimate matches on 4.0 because they didn't have the save files for it. So what ended up happening was is that like you had players who were reporting their matches after losing in a 4. Point, in DOA 4.0. Okay. Um. Well, you you and uh, Ransu got to talk to uh, Team Ninja, obviously, about the DOA game and your issues. And uh, you want to go into that a bit? I mean, I guess we uh. Well, one thing to clear up though, as well, is that we found out that um, Hayashi's not really the main guy behind Dead or Alive. Uh, I mean, that's 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 the feeling I got from the from the event. I don't know about you, Ransu. Um. He's. He's more or less the boss, because like when I went to speak with Hayashi, he, I brought up Dead or Alive, and he pointed me towards Shinbori. So, Hayashi was there as like the ninja guide and director. So he's like, even when even when they introduced us to them, um, Hayashi, once uh, Peter, their localizer, said, uh, you know, "Oh, these are the DOA uh, community guys," and Hayashi sort of just like shoved Shinbori into the middle of the group, which is like, yeah, you go. Shimbori, Yohei Shimbori. That's that's basically the guy who he's the DOA director, or director of DOA right now. Um, He came onto Team Ninja in 2004, after DOA three, but before DOA four. Just to give an idea of the time frame, right before Two U came out, because Two U came out at the end in October of '04. He he came in after, yeah, he, or yeah, just he, about that time. Yeah, yeah, around that time. So it had already either just finished development, or what have you. And he he pretty much showed up on DOA four. Um, for for DOA four, and you know we even tried asking him like you know well if you're the director of DOA four or DOA, you know what what happened with DOA four where you know we were looking at what what it was at like the XO five build and what have you. And we said, like, so what, you know, just, just tell us, like, why, why were this, like, those last two months, it suddenly changed. The entire game was entirely different by the time XO5 was to when the game was released. 
and what do you have to say? Uh, you know, basically, it, we were, we were talking to him without a translator, and his English is pretty bad, and my Japanese is not so great either. So, um, the best I can make out from it was that something along these lines. So, like, you know, I'm not saying this is exactly what he said, obviously, but you know, this is how we interpreted it, and it pretty much goes back to what we we already assumed, which was. Uh, Itagaki likes fast-paced games. That's his his exact words. And that Japanese core gamer did not like DOA4. Um, DOA3. Did not like the way DOA4 was playing. And oh. seeing how he said core gamers didn't like how they were how it was playing, we assumed he was refer we assumed that he's he's referring to the fact that the VF testers that they brought in didn't like the way DOA4 played. So they they made the suggestions, which is what we we have always known as is that when VF testers came, they hired VF, virtual fighter testers to come in and balance that are alive, which is like saying you know we 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 hired Tekken players to come in and balance Street Fighter. You know it's two totally different games, but they didn't have much of a scene for some testers in in uh in Dead or Alive over in Japan, so it's just made it more monetarily sound to get VF testers to. Uh, balance that are alive, and so the VF testers don't like. They they don't understand the, the core mechanics of uh, the way DOA was playing to get its community up. So they just pretty much gutted it and said we didn't like this. Uh, it doesn't play like Virtual Fighter, and Itagaki basically agreed and changed everything the way he wa- as it is now in the retail release of DOA four. Hmm. So that was a that was a quick question that we that we had at the end of the day on Sunday. So after we all got our Ayane statues. <laughs> so what happened with the mentions though? Um, like, they I mean they did, but they didn't consult the community. They flew out their DOA champions for a weekend, only to have them play Dimensions for two hours or so. Yeah, and we didn't really bring that up. Oh, uh, that didn't come up. Okay. It, we we I I don't know. Ranty could probably back me up on this. Like we only we didn't want to like sort of surround them too much. Like I know they were busy with different things. And besides the times where Shimbori like specifically came by us and said like, "Hey, can I talk to you a minute about the way the game plays and get your take on it?" Um, we only had about fifteen or twenty minutes of actual discussion talk with Shimbori-san. Um, but like, you know, Sunday they weren't even there at all because they were busy with the press, um, because they had press meetings and everything for the events. And, um, Saturday our, our discussion was cut short because of the, uh, the Ninja Gaiden panel they had to go do at the anime convention. So we didn't get much time to talk with them, but, uh, I was told to send to a, a, a new contact of mine in, in Tecmo to send questions to via email. Oh, okay. So if anyone wants you know, questions to be sent or asked of Team Ninja, that doesn't consist of, is there a DOA 5, and when is there a DOA 5 coming out, or when are you going <laughs> to make a game, because goddamn, do I hate when people ask that question. I, <laughs> they, didn't, they did not tell us that it was coming out or that they were working on a Dead or Alive 5, but I can tell you out of my own experience that, yes, there's Dead or Alive in the making, and they're working on trying to decide which way they're going to go with it. 
but that's on my own experience and there's no official word from Team Ninja. I just want to get that out there because goddamn do I hate people wasting time asking questions by saying stuff that they know they can't answer to their marketing teams uh, will throw a shit fit. But yes, like I said, if uh, probably was going to finish up the article about Dead or Alive in Dallas and the experiences there. Pretty much everything we're talking about on the podcast and then have people post questions that they want to want me to send over to Team Ninja. Okay. <sighs> Anything you want to add there, Rancu? Um, I was, I mean, I was pretty much it with Darren. I mean, during the time we did speak with Shimbori, uh, we, we pretty much got our opinions in. Uh, he was asking us why we preferred DOA 3 over DOA 4. Um, we, we brought up situations, you know, about how DOA 4 lacked a lot of advantage or pressure. It was a lot of, you know, the reason why we played it defensively instead of being aggressive is because of, you know, how everything's disadvantaged on block. Um, we brought up situations like uh, Leifeng's parry and how it's kind of uh, a tool that's kind of useless, doesn't do any damage, doesn't give any advantage, and there's no point in risking using it. Might as well just do a normal hold. You know, stuff you, like that. You brought up the uh, the throw speeds, too, like what what we thought about the the changing of the throw speeds. And yeah. uh, we didn't want really to cover it too much, but basically I know that I basically was able to tell him what I've been wanting to tell him, which was you're, you tried solving a problem that that was an attack problem by adjusting throws. You know, there's something wrong with the attack side of the triangle and your fix was something that affect that uh, changed the throw side of the triangle. You know. Did um, Shimbori, is that how you pronounce his name? I, yes. I, I, think, I believe so, yes. Uh, did he seem responsive to your opinions? Because that, you know, that's the one thing that I would really care about is if he, if it looked like he gave a damn because... He- I need, some hope. When, I need some hope for the future. When we when we were interrupted with our discussion where they had to get over to that panel to talk about Ninja Gaiden 3, he even said, like, oh, we have to go, but I want to uh, talk more about this. And we talked about how we could just show him Dead or Alive 3 and Dead or Alive 4, and, and, and sometimes that would defeat the translation barrier. Um, but uh, unfortunately, like we said, is that they went to the panel, and then they uh, they pretty much were gone until Sunday night anyways oh. because they had all the press interviews and everything, which Hubs was trying to align for us, but Tecmo didn't reply back to him, probably thinking he was just some no-name <laughs> video game guy who just wants to meet Team Ninja <laughs> <laughs> with no credentials. So yeah, I mean yeah, I mean, the, the, the guy was really great. Like he was a, he was a really, really great guy. Um, he actually approached us first um, in terms of, I think it was Virtual Pie, right? And Dio, he, Virtual Pie was he, playing, paying. Dio, yeah, he came to Virtual Pie. Uh, me and me and VP were playing. He came up to us and asked if he could play, so I let him play VP. Did you guys get to show him any differences between uh, three and four? No, we never got the chance. But I mean. It, when we were playing three, it was it was interesting to watch him try to play it like four. But <laughs> he would do Jan Lee's forward punch punch, or he would do uh, the Dragon Gunner and follow up with a punch forward punch stuff like that. Um, well, what is it? 
I'm sorry, I'm drawing a blank right now. Oh yeah, you recorded the match of me versus uh versus him, I believe, aren't you? <laughs> you upload that to our media section too. Sora was like, should I pick Bass? And he's like, oh, I'll just take it easy on the juggles. And then the first juggle he does is like a nine-hit juggle. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got the forward punch kick in there, and then I did up forward punch, up forward kick. I'm like, I, I should just end it here. Four kick punch. <laughs> Down grab. <laughs> and then um, it was the, the second match, I pick Hayate, and he also picks Hayate. And round one fight, he cartwheels. <laughs> and you, you you may not be able to hear me in say it in the in the video that that Rancy recorded, but I was just like oh, and he and he sort of like laughed and was just like okay, <laughs> he knows that much. <laughs> it's like, <Fine. laughs> and, and and um, oh, but they they saw the costumes too. Like it was since it's a modded Xbox playing DOA three plus plus, um, uh, they 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 laughed when they saw the uh, Kenshiro uh, Jan Lee outfit. The Fist of the North Star, uh, uh, manga side, manga, manga eyes. Uh, I don't know what that manga styled uh, outfit. And they were watching. They were looking at all the costumes and everything, and, and uh, really enjoying it. Okay. Even so Shibori. It is, it's nice because they weren't like you know. Oh, you gotta take this stuff down now, and we're suing your butts. So <laughs> lock the lock these guys up, officer. <laughs> Fifty thousand dollar fine or five thousand dollar fine and three years of jail time. Like no, there's no nude outfits on there, so you don't care. Yeah. That's um, all they I'm I'm glad that they were at least uh willing to listen. Because most of my complaints with Team Ninja is it, it seems like they keep going the opposite route of what we want. And the this seemed like a, a a step in the right direction. Granted, they didn't give us give you guys a lot of time, but something. Yeah, th- thing you know, thanks goes out to uh, you know all the effort that uh, the owner, the owners and administrators of Dead or Alive Central really uh, to, to to get to get in touch with Tecmo through all these years and try to you know get them to show show some support to the community that helps keep their game in the spotlight. Yeah. So props goes out to them on that. Um, you know, definitely, I don't think like with some of the stuff that's been going on for the past few years with contacts and everything, I don't think we would have been able to be able to meet Team Ninja at a you know gaming event in Dallas. You know, that w- wouldn't have been you know. Although you know, Itagaki meeting people in CGS is always good for some good notable quotables. I think what what was it? It was at, at CGS. Uh, Dave Chappelle. Uh, asked him why is Ayane so unsafe, and uh, Itagaki replied. I think I remember if I remember correctly. He replied, that's, "That's the way she was raised." That's the way she was raised. <laughs> what? <laughs> I, I don't think he understood the question. I think it was just a mistranslation. I, I think he, I think he misunderstood the question to be like reckless, not not as not not much you know, unsafe in terms of reckless, not unsafe as in like throw punishable. You know, like a ninja is reckless. Like, why? Why is she so unsafe? Well, that's the way she was raised. <laughs> <laughs> that, or you know, is mistranslation the fact that, like, well, that's the way she's designed. You know, but either way, it's just some great notable quotables. Like, you're, you're not pressing the buttons fast enough. 
<laughs> like when when Shinbori Sunset told us like, yeah, Itagaki likes fast paced games. And I'm like, Yeah, I, I know that from a few quotes that he said. <laughs> you know, you gotta push the buttons faster. <laughs> push push them back. You gotta weird. do attacks. It, yeah, it's weird because technically DOA three is actually faster. Yeah, because you have characters that want to attack. They don't want to sit there and throw punish. They want to they want to throw attacks out there. Not just yeah. that, it's the stepping speed in general. Like you can you can backspace the so looseness. fast. Yeah, yeah. The cancels. Yeah. Korean backdash or backdash cancel with some characters. You can actually avoid string attacks. I think PL had a video a long time ago about that too, where it would show like, you know, the different the step backs where you can backdash cancels to avoid the entire string and then whiff punish it. And I would love to learn to play 3.1, but I don't have anyone to play against. I I got to play some casuals uh, a week or two back with uh, Kobayashi, and he hadn't played 3.1 prior to that, but he was kicking my ass until I until I started abusing Jan Lee's uh, six punch kick. Like, what the fuck do I do? Why would anyone abuse six punch kick? I don't understand. Yeah, makes makes no (laughs) sense. Uh, Virtual Pie didn't know about the, the six-punch reset. Neither did Ransu, apparently. I, I don't know what that is, either. Where it's... The, the punch is... <laughs> well, yeah, you go ahead and explain it. No, 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 no. The, uh, the, the background. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The background. Um, <laughs> in all versions of DOA 3, mind you. Not, 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 it's not just exclusive to the Japanese version. Sora, when... What was it? Uh, Thursday night? Or Friday night? I, every, every night. <laughs> we played DOA 3 every night. That's just the way it was. <laughs> Sora picked Jan Lee and um you know Jan Lee's back throw against the wall where he, he you know he punches punches you twice and then in the gut the finisher. Well it, it, the wall throw. Yeah, know. the wall. And um when you're sliding down against the wall, you can do forward punch and it resets and it picks you back up. Really? You can't, you can't counter the punch, but you can counter the kick. So Sora kept trapping me in the wall and you do forward punch and I counter the kick and you do it again. It's like, I don't know what the hell to do. It's like, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, you go for the forward punch, and then the kick will, of course, knock them back into the wall where you get a free juggle. Yeah. But if they if they expect the kick and they're not reacting to the kick, like I had to train myself to do, you know, they just throw a hold out there, and I guess what? I do back grab again, and you're high <laughs> counter thrown into the fucking wall. And, and guess what? Uh, and guess what? Because I, because I got the high counter throw off again, not only did you eat massive amount of damage for being thrown while you're holding... And it's a wall hit that that does uh that that has explosive properties as well. I just do the forward punch again. It just lets yeah. me keep looping it until you decide either not to wall hit or I decide just to finish the the, the kick. It's it's safe to say he had me crying. <laughs> he he literally was crying. Like you had to give him a few towels and everything. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Sure. No, <laughs> Matt, you need to write a guide on three point one. Like I, I I was surprised Virtual Pie didn't um didn't know about it because apparently like he knew about the uh the option select while you're in limbo stun yeah he had me testing that out um he was like oh yeah i totally forgot about this i'm like you know that'd be great to know in all of our doa2 and doa3 days i guess you want to go ahead and explain that to great or our listeners out there well you know how in doa2 and 3 with the back stagger where you're leaning backwards yeah Um, back f and k yeah limbo stun right limbo stuns yeah um BP figured out an option select where normally you, you can't hold out. You can slow escape downwards, but you can't hold out of it. 
but he found out that if if you're attacking, he can actually hold. But you got to slow escape first. So he found you, an you option. Don't, you don't have to slow escape either. You, you, can just the, you can just mask the hold. Oh, was he? Well, he was slow escaping when we were doing it. But, um, well, that's what BP does. But uh, yeah, yeah basically, I, 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 I was testing it myself, and you just have to mash the direction to hold. Yeah, so basically, you can't hold if they don't attack, but if they do, it's an, it turns into an option select. It was pretty interesting to find. So ba- basically, basically, what happens is that the limbo stun's out. You're in limbo stun. If you mash forward, you mash back and free to counter mid punch launcher from Ayane, like Ayane does back F and carry to put you into the limbo stun, and you're back to limbo stun holding your back, you mash back and free. Uh, if Ayane does nothing or throws or does anything, you'll just fall to the ground because you're technically slow escaping by mashing directions. Um, you're just mashing two directions, that's all you're doing. Um, a direction and a, and a free, free attack. Um, but if Ayane decides to do any sort of attack, then you will hold. Hmm. Interesting. So if she decides to try going for a launcher, you will hold her mid punch launcher. But you won't have a you won't be able to, you won't do the hold animation. You won't you won't hold unless she does a physical attack. Otherwise, like if she dies to do anything to like throw like your expectant hold, you won't do a hold. So you just fall to the ground. So when you're in limbo stun, you can just hold back and free. Just keep bashing back and free. And if she were to try to do her mid-punch launcher, you'll hold it immediately at high counter. It will, it will, it will trigger that you're trying to hold and there's a, an attack on the field. But if, she, if you also tried to hold like mid-punch and she does like a jab or a standing kick or a low punch, you'll still do the hold, but you just will whiff the, whiff the thing. It will just reset the stun. You'll, you'll, you'll just whiff the mid-hold and get punished with the high or low attack. But you can't get punished with the throw because uh, when you throw, you won't you won't do the hold when she when she throws. So it's an option select in favor of the defender. Hmm. You can freely just mash back and free, and you'll hold the mid punch all day. And this is just something recently discovered. Well, we discovered according to Virtual Pie. Like he knew about it back in the day, but totally forgot about it. Yeah. So if that makes you think, like I totally asked about shit. that too. <laughs> I told Hayashi that, you know, just last night, you know, this is Saturday and we found it out Friday. It's like just last night we found something we didn't know existed in Dead or Alive three. And it's been ten years. <laughs> Man uh, just uh, I, I I wanna if if DOA was still played, like actively played, I I I would love to see the kind of strategies that people could come up with. How much more we know about the game? It'd be broken. No one wants to play it. Yeah, yeah, right. Except for competitive players and other fighting games, <laughs> because it's broken. Well, after DID, I mean, after speaking with Shinbori, you know, I, I before I was kind of hesitant with if D Wave Five ever comes out, but after talking with Shinbori, I think I'm a little bit more hopeful now because he was very open minded to what we had to say. So we'll see what I- happens. I still believe that Ninja needs some help. They need. They do. Yes. Um, <laughs> they need a lot of help. With <laughs> like how NetherRealm had uh, Tom Brady um, work on the game with them. Um, Apparently, it wasn't just Tom Brady either. Like Tom got a few of his uh, uh, comrades on, on on the MK scene to help him out as well because there was so much they had to do with that game that he's like, I can't do it alone. Hence so, the. People who want to invite Dead or Alive players over there. 
so that that's what that's I applaud NetherRealm for that. That's great. They got good MK players to help fix their game, and it's probably the best MK yet. Team Ninja needs that. Team Ninja needs Sorwa, Tom Brady too, uh, VP, a lot of other people. I know he. Oh, was it Sunday? That'll be interesting if Bill if Bill shows up at Team Ninja's office. Yeah, Alan's test deal. <laughs> you think so? Oh, I said it would be interesting. How so? I'm not I'm not commenting on any further than that. <laughs> I'm just saying it's going to be interesting. All right. Well, I, know, I know Perfect told. Legend had told me that uh, he had mentioned us and and told Team Ninja if he wants to add more people to their DOA Champions line, he threw he threw me and Virtual Pie's name in there as well. But nothing's obviously come of that in the recent periods. They would rather have people like Vanessa and Dewey Master. That's disappointing to me. We need some vet players, three and two. and. So, yeah, I mean, we had the Dead or Alive in Dallas event. Uh, you know, we got great, very few times, chances in our lifetime to talk to Team Ninja about it. Hopefully... More will come in the future for it, though. Um, Shimbori-san basically looked like he was very receptive to our to our issues. Um, one thing that's strange, though, is that the what I'm told from the international side of the community is that um, outside of America, like Japan, enjoys the way DOA four plays more than they did DOA three. Why? That uh, Frank. Why? And them prefer the way DOA four plays over DOA three. I don't understand it at all. They have DOA three. Uh, only America will play. Is what I was told by an international player. And I'm like, okay, well, only America's buying it to begin with, anyways. So they they have the better game. They don't they don't have to spend time and money to mod their systems to play it. Why are they so ignorant? Why? <laughs> I don't get it. No, um, I know I brought this up to Gary over in France as well, and, and he brought up. I, uh, we, we brought that up to Shimbori as well. I, at least I did. I don't know if you were around there when I was asking you to him. Um, Grant, um, I brought up about the fact that you know Itagaki commented in, in, when talking to Morris when he called Morris's house, saying that um, you know DOA two and DOA three they were looking to go in the tag route. You know, the focus was on tag. You know, and that's where the system is. And then, uh, you know, DOA 4, it seems like they went decided to go with the single-player single, single player engine instead, which, of course, messed up the way tag plays. I love tag in 2 and 3, too. That, yeah. that was a lot of fun to see what you could do. Yeah, so, I mean, in France, though, uh, you know, my friends in France, you know, we always uh, admonish that the Fran- French players are the best uh that we knew of in the international tag scene, um, you know, in DOA three and DOA two, but you know, you know, what ended up happening was their their community ended up crumbling when DOA four came out due to politics, you know, the standard stuff, you know, oh, I'm better than you, let's prove it. Okay, well, come over to my side of France, and no, that costs too much money. Let's just go online. Oh, it's online, doesn't matter. You know, it's the same stuff. More everywhere. drama. Yeah, it, 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 the online drama. It just the same thing happened to them, and now, like Gary says, like there's not even much of a community over there. And so, uh, 
Yeah, Shimbori said, oh, that was before his time. So he did not know that. And, and I think a lot of the system changes that we don't, that we dislike them changing was because they went towards a single player mindset focus. Because I don't think there's anyone who can tell you that the DOA 4 tag system is better than it was in DOA 2 and DOA 3. I, I don't play tag, so I couldn't say. I think it's because, it's because the way the tag system plays out is the way is the reason why the single player was what it was. Launching tag instinct, uh, doing small juggles with increased damage uh, revision every time you tagged out. You know, you would do tag juggles that would do about 75% life. You know, so they took that in, and then DOA 3 you had... I can see where it can get a little broken to some. Especially with the wall crumple, which guaranteed you a free attack. So you can, uh, I think the tag players would basically knock you into the wall and then sidestep behind you and get a free back turn juggle. Which is where I got that one bass combo from for DOA 3, 4 kick punch. Um, yeah, so uh, pretty much DID 7. I mean, we, we hung around in Dallas a few days before and after. Um, I think I was. I think I told you this. You weren't there, but when me and Virtual Pie first landed, like me and him, like go find a place to eat. Virtual Pie's sitting there and is like, we're like, okay, where do you want to eat? Let's walk around, see what there's anything good to eat. So like we're passing like these you know, restaurants, barbecue joints. We're in Dallas. It's like fucking barbecue. You want to go for barbecue? It's like no, no. Let's go to McDonald's. <laughs> and like really, I, I mean like I, I'm letting you choose. Like, you can go wherever you want. Let's go to McDonald's. You get McDonald's anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is wrong with that guy? <laughs> I, I told Rakuta that, too. And he was like, Rakuta just was, like, just in awe. Like, you go to a different state, and then you say, let's go to McDonald's. He's probably afraid to try something new. Well, you know, he went to restaurants after that. He just, I think, he says that, I think his excuse was that it was too hot to walk around wandering around. So he just wanted to get some food and go. Mm. And we went to restaurants later on. And he had, he had a $9 alcoholic drink. Wow. <laughs> In the downstairs bar area. In uh, a shot glass? <laughs> yeah, it was like a shot glass. It was like $9. And he's like, this fucking... <laughs> we, had, we, had that, we had that one barbecue joint where there was all you can eat for me. Like they had, uh, you paid $20 and get all you can eat. And uh, and virtual pie is like, yeah, let me get let me get this drink over here. Like, <laughs> we were like, well, why are you getting an alcohol? And he's just like, I need to make up for that nine dollar bullshit drink. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I mean, basically, we hung out. I, Alan Paris after the event came by. We played some Dead or Alive three. I forget which day it was because every day we played Dead or Alive three. It was Saturday night. That, it was after that, the tournament. That guy, I swear. <laughs> He first of all, like he, he he shows up like a day later than he I think expected to, um, in Dallas, and then uh, I, of course I don't get a hold of him because he didn't give me his phone number, and he mistyped my phone number into his phone book, so he kept calling someone else, and uh, what was um Sat- Sunday he wasn't able to make it in to the tournament or anything because he had car troubles with Osmic, um. He wasn't able to show up for the podcast last night because he had car troubles. Or his today. Ride. Yeah, and then he couldn't show up for the one today because he had car troubles. 
sucks. <laughs> we would like to hear his story about like you know taking driving to DID seven and playing in the. Uh, Where did he drive from? He's, he lives in Georgia. Oh shit! That's which is, Georgia. I believe, on the East Coast. Yes. The the East Coast <laughs> does like, reside on the state of Georgia. However, however, Morris uh, wants to disagree with me. There's no. <laughs> Georgia is south, sir. I'm like, yes, but it is on the East Coast. East Coast. <laughs> <laughs> because Morris is trying to say, like, you know, uh, that, that, because I was, I was going off, like, I, I couldn't, you can't hear it in the recorded videos, but uh, I was going off, and every time Alan won, I'm like, woo, East Coast! <laughs> like, East Coast, baby! That's right. Street Revenge is from Texas, so it's just like East Coast. We gosh, don't don't let Texas show us up in their own home state. And and you know, uh, Alan Paris just like, yep, yep, did this for East Coast and Free Step Dodge. It's uh, good times. Fun. It was definitely it was definitely a fun event. I enjoyed my time while I was there, especially getting the time to play Dead or Alive three with other people and having Virtual Pie kick my butt with Tina and Lei Fang. And uh, oh, Virtual Pie picked up a new character for the first time in ten years. Who? Oh. He's now Christy. decided to go with Christy. Really? Yeah. Hmm. He's like, I have a new character. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> it was all because of my black and red uh, modified outfit of her. He's like, yeah, I, I like that outfit. And then, you know, I just sort of like liked the style as I tried playing it. <laughs> I don't think he showed any mercy to Shimbori at all <laughs> in his DOA3 match. Poor Shimbori. It was just as you expect, though. I mean, like, you know, they they make the game. They don't play the game. Which is why sure. they need people who play the game to come in and help balance test. I mean, I personally would like to see, like, in the next version of DOA, um, one, like, a more refined UI system that allows you to change controller configs in the actual match or character select screen. Like every other fighter yeah. these days like every other fighter you know unfortunately every other fighter still gets it wrong in how you should do a ui for the controller select i still have not understood that moral comments like yeah we got it down right where you push the button and say we, we list what function it is and then you say what button you want it to be assigned to like that's the way it's supposed to be done because the idea is that you can look at a controller or an arcade stick of which there is no labeling on the buttons and say i want this button to do that function you know, so that that's that's where the idea comes from. But like more combat had half right. You can do that only at the main menu. And then when you're in the game, you have to say, Oh, which preset controller config do I want? That's <laughs> <laughs> nullifying the all effect of the tournament players where you're in a match, like, well, I don't know what the preset is. So <laughs> I don't know what the controls are set to for preset number five or four. So you have to go back out to the main menu anyways and set your controls to... <laughs> and Street Fighter still hasn't gotten it right yet either. They, they they make you scroll through a list of options you want that button to be assigned to. And it's like, I don't want to scroll. It just takes more... Because then I have to find where the button is. So I would like to see that. I would like them to see remove oh. the option for largest, smallest, and large health, like large like life-setting variations. Just remove it. Just make it easier on everyone. And their balance testing, just to say, like, we know what, there is no life-setting option. 
Uh, you know what? Uh, going back to controls, that's a w- one of the worst things about uh, Dimensions. They they turned, a, they turned a three-button fighter into a six-button fighter. Six-button? Yeah. What do you mean? Um, they, you have free uh, punch, kick, free plus punch, free plus kick, and punch plus kick. They took a simple three-button game and made it six buttons instead. They don't let you assign uh, any buttons to none. You have to have all six of those assigned to something. Yeah, well, I noticed that when you're playing, it's mainly probably because of the tutorial mode of Chronicle, where it's like, do throw by pressing, in my case, it's R-trigger. So press R-trigger. I'm like, but I can do throw by doing A and, or B and uh, B and Y. Yeah, and, it, it, and it's if, like, no, no, I don't accept that. I only accept the R-trigger. That annoyed me to no end. I, I had a, I had to devise like some elaborate layout that still keeps my the way I play the game on my layout with the added macro on my face buttons. Yeah, your, your suggestion to change uh, the A button to free plus kick uh, made made uh, this a lot easier on me. Yeah, like I, like I said, that's that's pretty much what I figured out. Because you and I have the similar style of. Uh, yeah, well, both have uh, the same, same layout. layout. If you're going by the Xbox 360 button layout, it, where it says X, you know, A B X Y, <laughs> we have ours set to free free punch kick. Because I never have to touch a, another trigger or button or make sure anything else is wrong. As long as those four buttons are set to free free punch kick, I am fine. But in this case, they made it. They made me have to put it as hold hold plus kick punch kick because of the way they designed their UI for it. It was just annoying me. But one thing I one thing I noticed as well, and this is pretty much because I, I use just free and punch. I used to throw I just used throw. Um I, I pressed the macro instead of actually hitting the throw macro itself. I pressed the two buttons together um of punch and hold. Um in DOA dimensions if you hold down the throw button, you'll throw out You'll throw a whiff throw, but it still registers you're holding down the punch, or you're still holding the the the, gra- the block. So, like if you're holding down the grab button, you'll go right into block immediately after whiffing the throw. Hmm. And I I, I don't use the throw command or the throw macro in Dead or Alive, any other Dead or Alive, or any of them at all. So I don't know if that's new to the series or I just never noticed it. There's nothing really, as far as I can tell, there's nothing strategical and heritage of value, but it's just the way the game registers inputs. Hmm, that's interesting. I know it doesn't do negative edging at all. Um, I like to see, you know, I'm not saying I would like to see negative edge in there, but I like to see, you know, um, like we found the uh, the option selecting, you know, issue, where the, where the game registers that you can do a hold when you're not supposed to be able to do a hold or whatever. Um, the because I know the way the way Street Fighter does it, and apparently Mortal Kombat, even though they're looking like they're going to patch that out, uh, negative edging is when the game doesn't recognize that you press the button down; it just recognizes that there's a change in the status of the button. So you would if if you re- if you hold the button down, like if you were to hold punch down in DOA, and then release it, she'll do a jab. Is because it's registering that it's been changed from its on status to off status, but but in DOA it doesn't function that way. It just does. Uh, it just says okay. It's whenever you're pressing it down. So there's no like you know input system advanced tech, technological strategy you really have to worry about. And I don't know if uh, if 
how the game would play if you did add that type of style to it. It's definitely just interesting to hear. And now you got me rambling. So <laughs> just like say something. <laughs> uh, any uh, closing comments, guys? No. Dallas was a lot of fun. It was. Um, offline events are always a lot of fun. I think that's proof. I think I think it's proof. Proof is held by the way Osmic um, responded in, in his uh, aftermath thread, where he's like, uh, "I now understand that all the online bullshit stays online." And when you go offline, you just have a lot of fun with other people who share the same passion. You know, so if you had the chance to meet up with an offline event near you or piggyback with other players who share interest and they're passing through your area, um, I would recommend uh, pursuing that and, and meeting other players who share your same passions. Yeah, it was it was definitely a good time. It was a great experience. I was, um, I was very glad to be in the States for once to be able to go to one. <laughs> I so want to go back to Japan and then like oh, knock God. down to Ninja's office and be like, Shimbori-san, I'm back. Well, you are <laughs> work for free. Uh, <laughs> um, I might be able to do it now that my company decided to say, hey, you know what? You know that how we don't pay you guys overtime but make you work like 60 to 80 hours a week? Well, now we're going to pay you overtime. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Good so for I'm you. Money, and I'm going to be like, Yay. <laughs> There, I I can do overtime up the ass in my office right now, but I just I'm, I'm sick of it. I'm it's waiting for overtime. Work. I don't know what this overtime you speak of, <laughs> <laughs> Mister. I'm in the military. <laughs> There's no laws in the military because you can't sue the military. You cannot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think we should wrap, just wrap it up over there. Right. The, the ter- territories you don't want to discuss on the podcast. <laughs> All right, this was uh, episode seven of the Free Set Dodge podcast. Uh, see you guys next time. Take care, everyone. Take care. Second man, I got, I got, I got some fun. Let me, let me, let me try some fun here. Try some fun. Yeah, let me try having some fun here. Who are you calling, VP? You know, I have unloaded. I can just include him. Hey, hey, what's up, man? Yeah, what's up? Yeah. Uh, so, uh, did you get that ride back home or anything? <laughs> okay. Well, we'll see you online. Okay. All right. Bye. Oh, don't, don't be mean. <laughs> I just said uh, we'll see him online. I didn't say we'll have the part or have the 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 podcast or anything. You implied podcast. You definitely implied. I did not imply. I said we'll see you online. We, we, we as in the three of us, implying. <laughs> and we podcast. will. You assholes. <laughs> we will see him online. <laughs>